Welcome to Winning Is Not Everything, where we bring sanity back to youth sports by focusing on character development, effort, and sportsmanship, not rankings and trophies. I'm your host, Sean Jensen, former NFL reporter, children's book author, and youth sports coach. Have you met someone who always acts like the world owes them something? Someone who is never satisfied? Someone who doesn't think any rules apply to them? Those are the traits of an entitled person. And I'm not going to waste my time highlighting any examples we see a lot in the news lately. But I'm confident that no one who closely knows Chris Wormley would describe him as entitled. I want you to hear for yourself. Chris Wormley oozes humility and gratitude, two traits that I often try to highlight to young people. It's evident because you see so much of the opposite these days, but Chris Wormley's achieved so much in his young life, having started as Toledo, Ohio High School, earning an athletic scholarship to play football at the University of Michigan, and playing in his sixth NFL season, currently with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yet the former All-American collegiate football player speaks so humbly and comfortably about himself without any hint of arrogance as we discuss his childhood and the people who shaped him. Let's get to that conversation now. Well, I am so excited to have as a guest today, Chris Wormley of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Chris, thank you so much for taking some time to visit with me. Yeah, thank you for thinking of me. Thank you for having me. It's it's it's. Uh, <clears throat> sorry, I just got back at two thirty last night in the morning, and uh, voice is a little raspy from from screaming all game. So pardon the raspiness, but um, yeah, thanks for having me and time to talk a little bit. Well, Chris, we're going to talk about your passion for helping kids and especially around reading and, and just how active you are with that. But before we dive into that, Chris, I, I want to talk about your experience with sports growing up. So what was your favorite childhood sports related memory? There's so many. I mean, I think when I think about just, you know, playing football, which is, you know, what I continue to do today, I, I can still remember the Little League games and how much how much excitement there was for a Sunday 10 o'clock game, you know, for for 10 year olds and the community would come out and there'd be the concession stands and the cheerleaders and and uh, we'd run through like a makeshift, you know, banner tunnels type thing. And our parents would have like these, you know, milk jugs with pebbles and rocks in it just to make the most most absurd amount of noise for, like I said, a, a, a 10 a.m. 10 year old game. Um, just those <laughs> types of memories. And I mean, I think for me, even more so than that would just be like the, the relationships that I've created and my, all, all of my you know good friends to this day were either in college, you know, football players or um, the guys that I grew up playing with in Little League and, and in high school. So a lot of good memories, but, you know, those Little League memories are, are ones that if I think hard enough, I can muster up some pretty good ones. That's awesome. Hey, Chris, which coach or teacher encouraged and inspired you most when you were younger? It's a good question. I would say my high school coaches, um, we had a, a guy by the name of Joe Palka, who is the head coach uh, of Saline High School in Saline, Michigan, just outside of Ann Arbor now. But he was he was the one that he came from a college program at Eastern Michigan. He was an assistant there um, and really brought that, I think, work ethic of higher football. Um, you know, he knew what it took to, to get to the next level. And I think he helped a lot of us pursue our dream of getting to college, uh, being able to let us know, you know, not just what it takes to be a good high school player, but what it's going to take to play at the next level. Um, we had a lot of guys coming through my four years at, at my high school that he coached that went on to play at a division one or even, you know, smaller divisions in in college. So I think he was one that at least instilled what it took to, to get to the next level and helped a lot of us uh, pursue our dreams. Bounce it, 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 bounce it
the most valuable lesson you learned through a challenge or defeat? I think it's just how to handle adversity. I think all great successes don't come without a challenge or a setback or adversity. And I think sports is one of the best ways to teach that, especially when you lose a game or you have a failure in a certain play or a certain match or whatever the case may be. The best part about that is usually there's there's another game. There's another opportunity to right those wrongs, another opportunity to make up for the mistakes or the failures that you've had. And that adversity, I think, allows you to grow as a person. And I take a lot of things that I've learned over the last 25 years of playing sports in my everyday life that I think has helped me um, become the person I am today. That's great, Chris. What was something that you wrestled or struggled with as a middle schooler or high schooler? Yeah, that's a good question. So there's a story that I've, I've told a couple of times, and I mean, you probably haven't heard of it, but it was going in from seventh to eighth grade. I was a tall kid. I was like six, four. And I was, I was telling my parents, I was like, I think I want to quit football and just focus on basketball. And my mom, this was like at the beginning of the summer. And my mom's like, well, if you don't play football, you're going to be grounded for the summer. And I don't know if it was her way of, you know, pushing me or her way of trying to just allow me to to see a new opportunity in life. Cause I was going from like, kind of like little league to middle school football. And she was like, just give it one more year. Um, you know, if you don't like it after that, then you can go ahead and, and focus on basketball, which I, I stopped growing at, at six, five, and I can't dribble a basketball now to, to save my life or shoot. Um, <laughs> but looking back at that, I went from, like I said, little league to junior high and I had a great season there. And then was playing varsity the next year as, as a freshman. So, and um, this is, you know, this is what, you know, provides my family now. This is what I've been doing, you know, yeah. in the NFL for six years, um, allowed me to go to college for free, which is unbelievable. And so looking back at that, I, I, I tell that story often, but it's one of those things that I probably would have played football, but I was, you know, being a hard headed knucklehead maybe for that, for that summer, mm-hmm. but it's always nice to get a little kick in the butt from your parents. And did she want you to continue playing because you had already signed up for a team or something and she just wanted you to finish your commitment? No, I think I think it was maybe just that she saw something in me that maybe I didn't see or maybe that it's hard to, I guess, think back to that time of yeah. like why I didn't want to do it. You know, like I said, I don't think she really meant that I was going to be grounded for the whole summer, but I think yeah. that it's maybe just a little incentive for a 13, 14 year old kid to be like, okay, like, let's, let's just try this one more time. Like, I, I got to go ride my bikes with my friends. I got to go to the yeah. movie, you know, and go to the mall with my friends. So let's, let's try this football thing out one more time. What's one thing you would tell your eight, 12 and 16 year old self? I think my eight year old self, I think just have fun. I think that was right before I started playing football. My 12 year old self, don't fail seventh grade math like I almost did. And my 16 year old self, I don't know, I think looking back, I, I wish I would have had a little more fun in high school. There were some times where I maybe took sports a little too seriously, but looking back, it's like, okay, this is kind of maybe why, where I am today. Hmm. Uh, but there are times where I wish I would have maybe hung up with my friends one more time or went to, you know, something, you know, a bonfire with some friends instead of focusing on football, you know, so, so much, you know, 24 7, 365. That's what I do today. You know, there's there's a lot of things that you, you know, you look back and you're like, okay, maybe I would have done it a certain way, but I guess I probably wouldn't have, wouldn't change anything just because of where I am today. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Looking back, what was something you appreciate about your parents' influence on your journey growing up? Yeah, that's a good question. I think just their support um, was something that I, I really valued, especially younger in my career. You know, a lot of people, you know, their parents just drop their kids off for the sport or they drop them off for practice or they can't go to a game for whatever reason. And sometimes, you know, the reasons are valid, but my parents always made it a point to go to, I'd say, 95% of my, my sporting events 
especially those instrumental or fundamental years growing up. They always were assistant coaches or just helped out whenever they could. And if they weren't coaches, they were on the sidelines for for practices and um, definitely the games. Just you know, just that support system and knowing that somebody that has your back, I think, is huge. Now, you grew up in Toledo, right? And what was Toledo football like in high school? Was it a big deal there? I think Ohio in general, football is huge. Like I said, <laughs> growing up, there was, we had the milk jugs with the pebbles in it to make the most amount of noise. And um, we had the chants and all that, all that stuff. But I think Toledo is a great place for football. I think um, it's a very blue collar, hardworking, tough city. And I think that is, is something that has been instilled in a lot of us that come from that city. I was just talking with a guy last night after the game, he plays for the Browns. That's from Toledo. Just those experiences that you have um, growing up in Toledo, um, I think really instilled you to be hardworking and to handle that adversity that we talked about earlier. Now, I would imagine, I know it's Ohio and then there's Michigan, but Michigan was, was that the school that kids in your community dreamed of playing at? I mean, you were Wolverine. How special was that? Yeah. Growing up only 45 minutes from Ann Arbor, there were, I mean, it was probably 50, 50 Michigan and Ohio State yeah. fans, two and a half from Columbus, but you know, being in Ohio, there were a lot of um, Michigan fans, and I grew up a Michigan fan. I can still remember going to the spring game with my dad and going to games uh, whenever we could, you know, going up for the, for the day and tailgating and all that stuff. So I think that that experience really shaped um, my decision to go to Michigan. But not only the, the great tradition they have for football, but also the, the academics, I think, was yeah. a big part of it as well. And that was something that was instilled in me at a, at a young age to, to get the good grades while also being, you know, a, a good athlete. Um, yeah. I think those two go hand in hand. And I'm guessing you had a lot of different opportunities opportunities to play football, right? At, at many different schools. Yeah. I knew that I wanted to stay somewhat close and there wasn't anything really closer. And that, that good of a program, when you talk about, like I said, the academics and the athletics than the university of Michigan. So it was kind of a, a perfect fit for me. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Winning Is Not Everything. Please make sure to like the podcast and subscribe to the podcast so you can immediately get the latest episode. If you have any comments or questions, visit my website, seankjensen.com, and go to the contact page where you can even leave me a voice recording. Winning is not everything, but the three H's to be a real hero in life are hustle, humility, and heart. I'm your host, Sean Jensen, and we'll see you again next time.